0: Welcome to the Creating Us Podcast, hosted by the Office of Leader and Culture Development. My name is Jason Weber, your host, and I'm excited to share this week's lesson with you out of our Simple Truths of Leadership book. This week, we're going to focus on Simple Truth number 12, which is Create Autonomy Through Boundaries. Now, going right to the text, Randy Conley and Ken Blanchard share that when they talk to leaders about this, many times leaders feel like we should be giving freedom or creating a space where freedom is allowed. Now, defining freedom, they reference that, uh, that should be to allow employees to do whatever they want. However, I think just by that saying alone, red flags should start emerging in your mind. Because if we think about how we can function as a team, we know, cause we've seen this over and over that we have to have boundaries. If we think about our viewpoints, and, and again, this is a tool that I've shared on many occasions. Our viewpoints are made of three things, our assumptions, our perceptions, and our expectations. Knowing that we are all going to make assumptions, that we are all bringing in different life experiences, and that we all have different expectations, if we were to truly allow for freedom, where you go and do whatever you want, I don't believe we would ever be aligned. Because again, our life experiences are all different. Therefore, we're viewing the world around us and we're making assumptions differently. What I may view as good, you may view as bad. What I view as the right path to go, you may view as the wrong path to go. And so one of the ways that we can overcome this is by setting boundaries. And here's what I mean by that. If you were to imagine a box And I'm going to preface this by saying I am definitely not the person who likes to be, quote unquote, boxed in. I'm the one who will look for any crack to be able to break through it. But bear with me here as I as I talk through this visual. Picture four sides, right, or a square. And we could define those as policies, procedures, maybe laws, statutes workplace rules kind of you fill in the blank right those are the things that we say within our organization within our culture we follow these that in our profession or industry we adhere to these rules and policies and kind of you fill in the blank that's it's kind of the framework of right and wrong and ensuring that the work we do is ethical it's correct and within those boundaries, we have this middle space. Now, I could bring in a number of different authors, but I'm going to frame it in this way. Because really what we are talking about in that middle is that's kind of that messy middle where we know where the boundaries are. We, we know where the corners and the edges are. We can go up to that point. But how we get from A to B, whether that's vertical or horizontal, well, there's space there. And in that space is where autonomy can come in. If we're clear on the expectations and clear on the framework for how we want to operate, then as leaders, we should be able to then give our team members autonomy. Get from A to B. How you get there, I don't really care, as long as it's within these boundaries. And sometimes those boundaries are going to be really close together. Maybe it's a certain type of process or a procedure where we we don't have a lot of wiggle room here. Or maybe it's an initiative where my borders, my boundaries here, they're gonna be, they're gonna be far and wide. Because, well, we know these are the things we can't do, but this is new and, and we have to be responsive and adaptable and open. And so if we think about how we create our boundaries, think of it like, again, what are the things that we know we can't do? And once we've clarified that and we've provided that framework, then we should be able to allow our team members to explore, to try different ways, to experiment knowing that if there's a failure or if there's a challenge, that we're going to be solution-oriented, that we're going to be failing forward. We're going to be looking ahead and saying, you know, we tried it. This isn't working, so now we're going to take a different path to get to where we need to. Ultimately, we want our people to have autonomy or this freedom within boundaries so they can accomplish their goals in a way that makes sense. I want to call us back to our viewpoints because, again, if we acknowledge that we all bring different viewpoints and different perspectives, then what we're saying is we're going to be looking at problems or situations differently. And if we look at them differently then and we acknowledge that our team members are bringing different viewpoints, then we have to be able to give them that opportunity to leverage that. And so how do we do this? Because I know there are a lot of questions around, well, wait a second, I'm not really comfortable with that. Well, let me walk you through this and let's, let's see kind of what you're thinking. So in order for us to be able to encourage autonomy with boundaries, there's really three items that Blanchard and Connolly give us. And the first one, establish clear goals, expectations, and standards of performance. If you know as a leader what you expect, you need to share that. If you know what equates to successful work, you need to provide that. What are the goals that you're wanting to accomplish? What are the steps that you will take to accomplish those goals? And again, expectations. When we say expectations, how do we want to communicate? How do we want to deal with conflict? What if we have a failure? How do we want to respond? How do we want to hold each other accountable? All of these are separate conversations that should happen in a team environment. And if you were to say, you know, Jason, I've I've tried this before and, and I, I struggled. It didn't really work for me. I want to offer an activity to you. And this activity actually comes from Judith Glazer's book, Conversational Intelligence. And she calls it her double clicking activity. So take a blank piece of paper or lined, I don't, whatever you got. And in the middle of that, I want you to draw a circle. And then I want you to draw six, nine, or 12, however many you want. Six to nine is usually the average, circles around that center circle. Now in the middle, in that center circle, I want you to put a word. It could be success, it could be communication, maybe accountability, trust. It could be a variety of things. And that's gonna be our key word. Then what I want you to do is I want you to make copies of that or instruct your team the same way I'm instructing you, and I want them to write down how they would define that word. Again, if it's communication, accountability, trust, respect, success, failure, whatever it is, fill in those bubbles and define how they do that. And then once that's done, come back together as a team and then ask, hey, Steve, what did, what did you put? Hey, Shelby, tell me about your responses. Christy, tell me about yours. And what we'll start to see is we will start to see the different angles on how we're approaching that. And from there, we can collectively establish a foundation for how we want to respond then you know once we've defined that and we've agreed upon that then when we go and do we can open it up for more dialogue to say did that work did that not work so setting expectations and establishing goals it takes time it's community it's it's consensus building right so i would encourage you use this double clicking activity for one of your team meetings. It only needs to take five, seven minutes. And use that, use that as a foundation to start building alignment around how we are looking at different elements. And it's not about making sure that everyone agrees, but it's that everybody's aware. Because when we're aware, then we'll have a better understanding of how to respond in those situations. Okay, back to our simple truth. The second point is ensure people are all aware, or let me restart that one. Ensure people are aware of all procedures, rules, and laws. So again, that's the framework that we were talking about. And then the third point is another really important one, which is confirm everyone knows your organization's compelling vision. Where are we going as a team? What is your purpose or what business are you in? What is your picture of the future or where are we going? And then your values or our values, right? We have established those. How do those come to life? How do we define them? What are the guiding behaviors? In order for us as a team to effectively move forward, we all have to be clear as to where it is we're going. Now, I might not be able to perfectly light that path, but if we're willing to have conversations and engage in defining what that will look like, we're going to start seeing more empowerment, more engagement, and higher levels of effectiveness. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Creating Us podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at Jason.weber at ttu.edu. Until next time, take care.